All right, Brett, thanks for coming to the Old Wood Show, um, the Old Wood Design Center. So we are lucky enough to uh, get Brett from the NWFA, Brett Miller, right? Yep. Um, to come to Old Wood Limited's new design center in Magnolia, Ohio. Uh, we're excited about uh, where Old Wood's going in the future and everything about reclaimed wood and wide plank flooring and how we do it. So with me today, we got the vice president of Oldwood Limited, Chris Young. Hi. And uh, sorry. Hi. Hi. Brett, tell me a little bit about the NWFA and, and where you guys are kind of headed right now. And what, what, what is the vision of the NWFA and why is it changing so much? Thanks for having me on. I mean, we're just thrilled to be here and, and see what you guys are up to. Um, the NWFA is seems to be ever changing. We're, we're growing along with the industry. Um, as the trade organization for the wood flooring industry, our focus and our mission has always really been about education and ensuring quality installers are out there tr- offering training for installers. Um, with that focus, a lot of our energy has gone towards providing education around the country for, for installers and finishers. Um, we recently pulled together a, a, a federally approved apprenticeship through the Department of Labor, which allows for people to come into our industry. Um, so our focus being on the education side has really allowed us to, to, to find ways to get people into our industry and be maintained within the industry, properly trained through our certification programs. So, so when you say Brett into your industry, what what does that elaborate on that a little bit? Tell me, you so, train them, you bring them in for for jobs, or yeah, okay. and that's a really good point. I think you know, being the trade organization for the wood flooring industry, we represent all facets of our industry: manufacturing, distribution, installation, inspectors, um, the whole gamut. Um, our objective with say even the apprenticeship program or any of our training programs is to get people properly trained, hopefully new blood coming in to understand uh, the beauty of our industry working with wood and with the hopes of eventually putting them to work and getting them uh, whether as an installer or working for a manufacturer or talk to somebody who has an interest in chemistry, you know, hopefully they're the next chemist in the wood flooring industry. From a selfish perspective, we want people in our industry, engineers come up with the new latest equipment manufacturing line or sanding equipment. Um, we can use everybody in our industry, um, foresters, log so, enthusiasts. So do you see the market uh, more for installation or site sand and finish? What you know, Over the last 10 years, it's pretty much changed, I think. Uh, a lot of manufacturers are going more towards... Um, pre-finish and custom colors. Um, so as far as training the, the, uh, installer, you train them f- full circle. So mm-hmm. install sand and finish. That's a really good question. And I think it's, yeah, not even the last 10 years, probably even the last 20 years, we've seen a huge shift in our, our industry, the wood flooring industry. And a lot of that has to do with who's selling wood floors and who they're selling them to. You go to any retail store, you go to big box stores, you go to any carpet store and they're all selling wood also. And most of those salespeople are 
just as happy selling a stick of wood as they are a, a piece of plastic floor. Yeah, that's that true. looks like wood. Yep. Um, and unfortunately, that has kind of confused the end user. It confuses the people that are really buying what they consider to be real wood. Um, that has also get, given birth to an installer that can install plastic floors or install a laminate floor or install carpet or tile, also installing a wood floor, but they have no idea about the craft behind sanding and finishing, which truly is the artisan side of our industry. Um, so what we've done is separated out our training. Um, we, from time to time, we'll offer an install, sand and finish class, but most of our training is geared towards either installation where we'll teach nail down, glue down and floating floor installations um, with solid engineered, you name it, you know, even ingrain or, or reclaimed material. Mm -hmm. On the finishing side, however, we get into anything from basic sanding and finishing, teaching people about the equipment and the basics of sanding all the way up to the advanced level where we're, you know, we, we have burnt wood. We'll play with, you know, tailgate chemistry with dyes and, shellacs and all, all kinds, kinds of, things. of things yeah that's interesting you know there's do you think that there's a big push for for uh more people to get into installing real hardwood floors now uh or 10 years ago is is the market growing or is it shrinking what do you see with with real solid hardwood floor installation sand and finish we're i think we're at a point in time where um, installers are confused. End users are confused about what is real wood. Right. I think we're at a point right now where the resurgence is just beginning. People are starting to realize that real wood is important. Yes. It's got a green story. It's the only truly green sustainable floor covering option that's out there. Yep. And that story's always been there, but I don't know that it's ever truly been the, the key point of our industry today. And I think we're probably just at the cusp of seeing, you know, we've seen a de decrease in the amount of wood floors that are sold out there. And this is the first time in over 10 years that we've seen it. Our numbers start to decrease a little bit. Why do you, why do you think that is what plastic floors, plastic floors, vinyl floors, vinyl, ergo, plastic, you yeah, name it. I mean, yeah. all of that stuff, which all, is really, do you also think it's the, the consumer as well? Because from what, I see is we have a, a customer base that doesn't care anymore about where the product, like part of that customer base says, ah, oh, you know, I'm living in an apartment. I don't care. I'm going on vacation. You know, my parents pay for everything like that, that generational gap of quality craftsmanship versus I uh, just put it down. I don't care what it looks like. That's right. And that's absolutely true. I think today's home buyer, um, the younger generation coming in buying homes aren't necessarily buying a home as a forever home as our parents did. They're buying a home with the intention of being there for a few years and therefore they're going to so, buy a two or three year floor. They're not going to buy a life, lifetime floor. Where I think that's a value for our industry is that it allows us to speak the truth about what real wood is being a forever product. Absolutely. What you guys do on the reclaimed side of our industry is it, it 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 completes the full life cycle of a wood floor of wood in general right. we're doing a, a we're working with um, USDA forest products lab they're putting together life cycle analyses for solid wood and engineered wood flooring currently and that's the cradle to grave study that shows 
what happens, the impact on the environment, um, cost impact, all of that stuff for both solid and engineered wood floors. And the beauty of wood is that, and the beauty of what you guys are doing is when somebody might think that old building is, it's abandoned and it's, it's garbage and that wood has seen it's the end of its life. You guys are coming in and resurrecting it and showing a product that is more beautiful now than it was when it was first sawn and installed. Yeah. Sure. That's, that's, you've just extended that life cycle of that, that tree. Yeah. So it's, it's most important for the NWFA to educate the consumer about, um, or the industry with real hardwood floors versus vinyl or anything else. Um, well, at least I think it is, is to, to educate them on, on, the. Uh, how the product is manufactured, what type of chemicals are put in it or not put in it, how it's being used, where it comes from. Um, so that that whole funnel of, of information right there kind of needs to be told. And I think you guys do a very good job of it at the NWFA, reading the articles and reading everything that you guys talk about. Um, but we are we are faced with, with a problem, and, and that is the box doors with putting out the vinyls and, and the fake floors. Um, they truly had a big impact in our industry over the last 10 or 15 years. Um, but I, th- I think it's going to go full circle. So as people are going to say, you know, I bought this beautiful home or I bought a brand new home and I put that flooring in and five years later, I got to rip it out. And they literally have to move out of their house, right? I mean, you got to take your furniture out. You got to pull everything out. You could put those new floors down. So if you put real hardwood floors in there, those are, those are lifetime floors and, um, they could resand and finish those for, for whatever. And also it adds value to a home. Does it not? I mean, real hardwood floors versus a house, you know, if you get a 2000 square foot house that has real hardwood floors in it and an identical one next door that has fake hardwood floors in it, I would think one with real hardwood floors would be valued. That's right. Matter of fact, the National Realtors Association has done studies to show, on average, a home, two identical homes in that scenario you just brought up, the one with wood floors can sell for up to 10% more. Wow. It can add that much value to the home. Wow. And at the end of the day, I mean, today, the, 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 the big craze is, is, you know, anti-plastic, you know, no more plastic bottles, no more plastic straws because it doesn't biodegrade and they're finding plastic all over the ocean floor and in the landfills yep. that's been there for a long time. Why is a plastic floor any different? And that's what I think is so important. Somebody asked the question um, about a year ago, said, think about those Pergo floors from 10 years ago, where they're at now. Yeah. Where are they at? There's guaranteed, there's probably not one floor that was installed 10 years ago that's still there and looking right. good. And if that's it is true. there, it's, yeah, it's in the landfill, still looks the exact same. It hasn't decomposed. That's the sad part about the plastic we're seeing coming out today. You know, 10 years ago, I seen it as an opportunity for a builder or a contractor to install some flooring cheap as flip, like flip the house. Right. That's know? where that market's at. And that, in my opinion, I've always been about, and we've always been at Oldwood about, if we're going to do something, we want to do it to the best of our ability. Um, regardless of the cost, we want to do it right. So, but some of these houses that are being built and some of that stuff that's being put into it, I really feel bad for the person that bought it five and 10 years later, because now they have to, you know, put another 20 or $30,000 in floors and not to mention the impact 
of, you know, that homeowner that bought that house, whoever built that house, I bet you if I was that homeowner, I'd be pretty upset that I just had to replace $20,000 because this stuff's junk. Um, so, you know, if you're a builder or contractor installing that stuff, and I'm not totally against it, I don't want to act like I am, but that cons- those consumers could be upset five and 10 years later down the road. And I think that would have a negative impact on that contractor at that time. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, as is carpet, as is a lot of floor coverings, they're disposable, Yep, disposable floor coverings. And that's not what real wood floors have ever been about. Um, they've always been a life, a lifetime floor that floor will last as long as the home and, or at least the occupants of the home. Sure. Um, and the beauty of it is that it can always be refinished and recolored and, and, you know, keep up with trends. So it's, uh, yeah. So what do you, uh, like just something to tell everyone about installation? Uh, we kind of live in a, in, in a day where people think that they can install everything themselves, YouTube. right? DIY. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I YouTube, go to YouTube, YouTube and install, you know, I can install a car and I can make a car and, uh, can you just kind of explain some of the things that are very important to for for consumers to understand when they're when they're like selecting an installer? Maybe they're going to try and do it themselves and they don't understand, you know, acclimation and the moisture level and humidity, um, all those things that play such an important factor when you're when you're going to install a floor. Of course. Um, again, our mission is educating and certifying uh, certifying as a part of that education process. Yeah qualifying that people know what they're doing and how to do it. Um, wood flooring appears to be easy because you can see it, you know, you can see it installed in a lot of the DIY network type pro- programs where people are actually going through and installing floors themselves or you go to the big box store and you see floors that are promoted as, you know, it's this easy. You can rent a nailer here and you can just throw it in. Yeah. Um, you mentioned acclimation and moisture testing and all of those things with all of our training, you know, we don't put a piece of wood down on a floor until day two. Day one is all about job site preparation, flattening that subfloor, moisture testing the subfloor, ensuring you've got the right product for the facility. And acclimation as well, correct? And acclimation, which is key. And acclimation is even a word that's misunderstood so often. A lot of homeowners will go that? in. Well, acclimation is, um, you think of the word acclimation and a lot of people will tie that in with a time frame. Yeah. Acclimation equals three days. Acclimation equals mm-hmm. seven days. And acclimation has nothing to do with time. It does, but you can't assign a time to it. Acclimation has everything to do with aligning your flooring and the facility. That facility, the temperature and humidity in that facility needs to be accommodating to that wood floor. Sure. That includes the moisture content of the subfloor. It includes the ambient conditions in the space. Um, and it includes the flooring that's coming in. You bring a floor in that's not properly aligned with that facility, it's going to go through a phase where it's going to be shocked. And if it that shock includes gaining moisture or losing moisture, that wood's going to react. It's going to shrink or swell. And it's better to have that happen before it's actually installed. That's right. Yeah. It's actually best to make sure you're buying a product or selling a product that is um, properly dried and, and sold for a specific application being wood flooring. 
Um, and if that's the case at, at that point, the biggest education is is aligning the facility with the floor itself. And I think that's where you guys are really strong with with educating the installers, bringing them in, doing your classes, your your workshops with them. They can do it right and not have these these problems that that manufacturers like Oldwood were were used to dealing with them. And we always refer to to the NWFA, and you know, here's the guidelines on proper installation. Here's you know, some people that, that install it. Um, we don't say that the homeowner can't install it, but we do tell them that they have to follow the guidelines in order to do it correctly. And we refer them to the NWFA for, for that. So we're not just strip mill here at Oldwood where we do a lot of wide plank flooring, not only reclaimed, but traditionally milled. Do you think that there's a difference between installing a solid strip two and a quarter, three and a quarter versus, you know, five, six, eight, ten 10 inch wide? Wide plank flooring. I'd like to get your opinion on that. Yes. Uh, matter of fact, and I'll just plug our new installation guidelines that are going to be published here within the next month or two, um, where we do address wide plank installation. Today, most of the floors that are sold are wide plank. Yeah. Um, wide plank is defined as anything that's greater than five inches. Yep. Um, those floors require a different installation than a strip floor. Um, just looking at the simple math of a two and a quarter wide floor being nailed on a schedule of eight to 10 inches in comparison to a six inch wide floor being nailed every six to eight inches, you're reducing the amount of fasteners per square foot significantly. And the wider you go, the less fasteners that are holding them down. Um, using a glue along with nails is a great installation practice. Um, the only thing that you need to be cautious of as an installer is the conditions below that subfloor. If it's an unconditioned space and you have the potential for future moisture, you're going to have to apply some sort of a moisture control system gotcha. below that, which may include a liquid applied vapor retarder um, so that your adhesive can adhere to it as well as your nails. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming in. It was a pleasure. Um, hopefully you, uh, Enjoyed seeing the facility here at Oldwood Limited. You guys have a beautiful facility, and thank, thank you, you so much for having us. Appreciate it. And um, hope to have you again sometime soon. Chris, what do you think? Let's do it. All right. Thanks, Thanks for up. watching. Thank you. Thank you.